0: Listen, as creatives, our focus should be on the clients and our craft. And now that I have my virtual assistant, I can devote more of my time to exactly that. The beauty of hiring a VA through StyleSmart is that they come to you already trained and able to seamlessly step into your business. From managing appointments and client communications to handling your social media presence, StyleSmart virtual assistants free you up to concentrate on your clients. And that's a change your clients will notice and appreciate. I mean, can we say elevating your perceived value? So when you're ready to level up in your business and take some weight off your shoulders, head on over to StyleSmartVA.com and book a free discovery call today. You'll also find the link in the show notes of this podcast episode. Style Smart VA, empowering beauty professionals to focus on what they do best. Hi, friends. Welcome to my shiny new podcast that um, has yet to be named, Uh, but I'll tell you my name. My name is Crystal Green, and I am a hairstylist. And the reason I'm here is because I'm inspired to educate you, the client, Um, on how to know what you want to ask for with your hair, and I want to help you troubleshoot things that might have gone wrong in the past, and also empower you to be able to speak up to your hairstylist and say when you're not happy with something, or um, when you'd like to ask a question about something and not feel shy about um, questioning what they're doing on your head. And this all comes back to um, the reason why I'm doing this is for the last 20 years, um, anytime Time anyone has had a problem with hair, whether it be uh, someone was unhappy with something I did, or a new client has come to me and was previously unhappy with their hairstylist, or even things I've witnessed in the salon with other um, fellow stylists, it has always come down to a communication error. Whether it was the stylist not communicating their skills that they could or couldn't do something, or the client not communicating, um, What exactly they wanted. And now I'm not saying that that's your fault as the client. I'm absolutely not. But the problem is, hairstylists are so busy, they jam pack their schedules because, um, you know, seats in the chair equal money. They, a lot of the times, don't want to schedule in time for consultation. So they have like 3.2 seconds to figure out what you want with your hair and guess. And most of the time, they probably guess. Fair enough, because maybe you don't even really know what you want with your hair. Um, But sometimes there's a total miss. So I'm aiming here to um, increase your chances of success in the stylist chair. And so... um, you may have noticed by now, or you may, may know, that I am a course creator as well, and I create courses geared towards you, the client, to help you maintain and manage your hair at home and sometimes you might run into problems with your hair and so I wanted this space to be an opportunity to answer questions whether it's something that um, you're struggling with at home or maybe it's a problem that you're having a communication problem with your hairstylist and then also maybe just bring light to some um, interesting topics related to hair from the perspective of a hairstylist. So I'm new to podcasting um, as you Thank you can probably tell by the list, this is the number one episode. But for me, this just feels natural and easy compared to sitting down and writing a blog. Um, And speaking of writing, I actually I wrote a book as well, which hopefully will be published um, in this next year. Uh, And that came easy to me. I don't know why blogging doesn't. But anyway, I know I personally like to listen to podcasts while I'm folding laundry or doing dishes or whatever. So um, let this serve you however it may. Maybe you're sitting in traffic um, and maybe you have some hair questions and you can write in and ask me your questions and I will help troubleshoot them along the way. But that is my introduction to this podcast. Um, And, you know, I'd like to actually give you an introduction to me and how I came to be where I am in my career. I do feel like my journey as a hairstylist is kind of um, unique and interesting. So I hope you find it to be as well. So let's start at the beginning. Um, I am and always have been a nerd at heart. And what I mean by that is technical sciencey stuff really gets my juices flowing, man, I just love it. So from an early age of, oh gosh, actually, I don't know the numerical age. I just know the grade. I was in fourth grade. So as early as fourth grade, when I got my braces on, I decided teeth were super cool and I wanted to work in the dental field in some way, shape or form. Now I didn't dial that in exactly until I was a senior in high school and had decided that I was going to work as a dental hygienist. I had always loved my dental hygienists, and I thought, you know, if there's a place for me in the dentist office, that's probably a good fit. You can have a somewhat flexible schedule. Anyway, loved it. So I was on that trajectory, and I was signed up with scholarships and gotten into a program and ready to go. All the while, I have always been interested in hair. Now, I need to preface this by saying I had no idea that people worked as hairstylists for like a career. I didn't know that. I was not involved at all whatsoever in the beauty world. Uh, My family, like we just, we didn't go to salons. Um, My mom cut my hair at home with orange handled kitchen scissors my whole life. So I take it back. I think I got one haircut at a local funky little place in high school, freshman year, but it just was like not our shtick. And I don't know why I didn't think people did this for a living, but I didn't anyway. um, Okay, so fast forward to my senior year of high school. I give my little sister, who's four years younger than I, a haircut. And my mom swore up and down that it was a terrible haircut. So we found a salon to take her to to get it fixed. Now, I decided that I wanted to go with my mom because I wanted to see what this lady had to say about this haircut. I was kind of just curious and she took a look at it and uh, she said, you know, minus a few angles here and there, like this is a pretty good haircut. It was one of those haircuts from the late 90s where everything was like flipped out and short on the sides. So I kind of nudged my mom and I was like, see, mom, told you. And the lady looked at me and was like, you did this. I was like, well, yeah, of course I did. And she's like, have you been trained at all or, you know, had any experience? I said, no. And she basically talked me into going down to the beauty college and uh, checking it out because she kind of inspired me and said, you have a natural knack for it. Now, my plan while I was going to go through college was to work in a restaurant, probably maybe waiting tables or something, because I was going to have to support myself through any sort of college that I did. And so, um, in that moment I thought, you know what, how cool would it be if I could do hair while I go through college? That sounds like a way more fun job than waiting tables. And at this point, I'm still not even thinking I could make more money doing it. It was just something that sounded more fun. So I sign up for beauty college and it is a 10 month program and I get in as soon as I can, which was literally two weeks after I graduated high school. And so uh, here I am now in beauty school, this total nerd, um, loving life because I'm doing hair, which is fun. And I totally understand all the concepts already that we're learning about, you know, hair chemicals and angles of haircuts and all that stuff. And uh, it was a breeze. I had a great time. So I put all of my um, dental schooling on hold while I did this beauty school thing for 10 months, and then I graduate my beauty school, and I go take my license, which was kind of nerve-wracking, but um, (laughs) I did it. And uh, all the while, I was still working in a dentist office a couple days a week so that I could keep my feet wet in the dental industry industry and uh oh let me back up and say while i was in beauty school i had decided i was going to work in this super cool place in the local mall i grew up in chico california and if any of you are familiar with chico it's small and the mall was tiny and it was the early 2000s and malls were cool still so i decided to work in this like chic place in the mall and they didn't want to hire me because i was a noob and they basically were like crystal leave us alone until you get your license. Like come back when you actually have your license in hand and we'll talk. And so I hounded these poor guys and, uh, they basically hired me because they're like, okay, you want to work for us that bad? Come on in. And they took me under their wing and I spent the few, first few years of my career working under these very wonderful people, um, that took me to extra trainings and just kind of showed me the ropes. And all the while I'm still on the dental track. I'm like, I'm, I'm going to be in the dental field somehow. So I'm doing all my prereq classes, um, that are going to get me into the hygiene program. And I kind of come to, um, a little bit of a, a fork in the road one day when I had this client, let me back up and say, so I'm working in the dentist office, right? And, uh, I spend the morning in the dentist office and all of the patients that came in that day had the same sob story. Everyone came in with this big sigh and said, "Ugh, I've been dreading this all week. And then I go and I work my little mall job at the hair salon in the evening. And, uh, this woman comes in who had called in a few hours prior and made an appointment with a random hairstylist, which was me, it was not a recommendation. She just needed to get in anywhere. And she sits down in my chair and she takes a big breath in and she goes, oh, I've been looking forward to this all day. And I look at this lady and I'm like, holy shit, this lady just completely changed my life. And so I'm like trying to explain to her, I'm like, oh my gosh. You don't even care or know if I can cut in a straight line and you are so excited to come see me. And yet I spent my entire morning in this dentist office with this lovely dental office people that are like the best. Honestly, they were like affordable, gentle, kind, very loving people. The wife worked the front desk while the husband worked the back. I mean, it was just a really happy environment. And yet still people don't want to be there. And then here I am at this mall hair salon that's kind of like nothing special, really. And this lady is pumped to see me. And I'm explaining this to my client, and now she looks terrified. And I'm like, oh, my God, don't worry, honey. I do know how to cut in a straight line. You'll get a great haircut. So sorry to scare you, but you literally changed my life right now. Um, and Because I realized at that moment, I can't work something where people don't like me. I'm sensitive to people's energies and man, it feels really good in my soul to make people feel good about themselves. And that's kind of where my story began um, and how I ended up where I am now. So um, I work for 20 years as a hairstylist and um, that lovely pandemic that shut us all down also shut my salon down, and that gave me a moment to kind of reflect. I had four months actually to reflect on what's important to me and what I value. meanwhile, I'm texting clients um, color formulas. And I'm doing zoom calls, teaching people how to cut their kids hair at home or their husband's hair at home. And I'm helping manage all of this stress that people have about their hair. And, um, I have to hand it to my wonderful husband. He's the one that suggested in this time that I do something a little different. And he brought up how many problems I've helped people solve over the last 20 years and how um, I'm always so happy when I can find a solution to people's problems. And he said, you should write a book about this. So I was like, you know what? You're right. I should. I should. I should try to write a book or a guide to kind of set a um, base level knowledge that people can have about their hair. And so I spend some time and I write this book. It comes out like shooting stars out of my fingers. It was so easy to write. But then I'm getting to the end of the book and I realized, hmm, this isn't enough. I need more. And that kind of um, spawned this whole online business that I now have. And I have so much joy in the knowledge that I can help more people are struggling with their hair at home and struggling with their hair in the hairstylist chair. Because ultimately, if you're happy with your hair, if you're happy with your hair appointment and you um, love your hairstylist, then it really elevates the entire industry. And to me, like those stylists that don't really care to figure out what their clients want or uh, make their clients happy shouldn't be working. And they can just kind of go bye-bye for all I care. I would much rather have a lot of inspired, happy, fulfilled hairstylists working in the industry that I love. So, um, that's a, a quick little deluge into how I got to be where I am now and how, uh, you have now found me on a podcast and, um, get, got to know me a little bit. So this is just the first of many, and I I hope to see you again. Uh, I have so many things I want to share with you. So, um, thank you. Thank you so much for being here. And I'm sure at some point I'll have some really cool little exit music and stuff like that. But for now, it's just me saying bye. Hey friend, Crystal here, and I've got something special for you that's too good to miss. Introducing the wildly popular Confident Conversations Bootcamp, where we unlock the three secret stylist skills that attract clients who pay. In just three classes, we'll transform how you communicate, connect, and turn every conversation in the salon into a formula for high paying clients. It's not magic, it's mastery of words, presence, and the kind of confidence that turns heads. So why sign up? Because mastering these skills means more than just full books. It's about crafting a career that's as rewarding financially as it is creatively. We're talking quality clients who value your expertise and are happy to pay you for it. And the best part? It's completely free.